Good afternoon, Church. We'll, we'll wrap up what we started last week. Favorite subject, eschatology, knowledge of end times. What else should we talk at this time? We can talk about everything written in the Bible, but this is the time to talk about uh, end time prophecy. If you remember, last week we discussed there are two groups, the Jews, the Gentiles. There is only one savior. Come this way or the other way. There is only one gate, one door, one bread, one blood. There are no two ways. How can Christ negotiate between these, these two groups was uh, our disclosure last week. And we did this last year as well. The Jews, even some verses literally say he came to his own people. And they rejected him. Thank, thank God they rejected him. That's why he got us. If they kept him, you know, this is our king, the line of Judah, the line of David, continued this the way it was in the Old Testament, we're lost. But God is gracious enough. He designed a special way, mysterious way. Church is mysterious, we said. And grafted us into the, onto the tree we discussed this several times. This morning I discovered other two verses. These two verses, if you open your Bibles and see, it's about two representatives from each group talking to same Christ. The first one is a Canaanite. She's, Mark says she's a Greek woman. Her daughter is possessed with evil spirit, unclean spirit. She heard about presence of Jesus in the neighborhood, in somebody's house. Hmm. She's a gentle, not Jew. She knocked the door and faced him. She asked him, my daughter has a problem. And I know the diagnosis, it is demon, unclean spirit. She's possessed. And there is no treatment. I cannot, a doctor cannot referral to any referral. No doctor casts out demons unless he's a Christian. You can't refer demons to any hospital. So, I know only you can cast this out. I don't know how she knew it. I'm, I'm so thankful to this humble non-Jew. The Jews don't know this. The religious leaders around him, no idea. Some people have knowledge of God. Amen. And Christ is shocked. This is just chapter 7. It's very early. Bartholomew came later after three chapters. Another proper Jew, blind. He said, she said, son of David. Please help my daughter. I left her at home. She's in problem. You can go through the verses. And he, Jesus was shocked. This address, this title of son of God, comes only from Jews. This is between Jews. Not me being, you know, savior of the Jews. Can't talk about being son of David with a Gentile. He said, oh, 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 first, he said, first things first, okay? First, I should serve those in the house. That means the Jews, not you. I can't throw something good, good stuff in front of dogs, he said. She insisted. No, 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 sir. Even dogs, even dogs, they sniff and take some pieces, leftovers from children or the master. Matthew said from the master, leftovers from the master, the, the, the parents, I mean. Mark said leftovers from children messing with the food. Some leftovers, dogs get in and feed themselves. Food is food. Whether you keep it, pick it from the plate or from the ground, same. Feed yourself. He was surprised. He said, 
that explanation you gave is the big face. Go to your house, you'll find your daughter healed. Ciao. She left home. When she checked her daughter, she's sitting right there, like that. Later, Bartolomeo, he came and he was shouting, son of God, son of David, son of, like her. He's also shouting, mentioning divine name of Christ, the Jews, you know, lineage of Christ's entitlement. And Christ stopped. People were calming Bartolomeo. Shut up, keep quiet. Silence. Jesus stopped. And he said, bring him. Call him. And he asked, what do you want me to do for you? This is special treatment for a Jew. That one, compared with the level of a dog. This one, he is requested, you know, just name something, I will do it. He said, I want to see again, because this is acquired blindness, it's not congenital. He said, I want to see again. He started to see. These two groups are representatives. Things were like that in the old times. There is clear difference, even in treatment, of Gentiles and Jews. But once the ministry of Jesus became famous and few verses you know, came, and once he confronted with the teachers, Pharisees, and so, Jesus also started, you know, to mention some, some verses, including, um, you can read one, John 1, 11 and 12. He came to his own people, but they didn't accept him. He tried, even, even demonstrating like this. No. Then he left them. He stick to the Gentiles. That's how the church got grafted into the system. Otherwise, his initial name was the God of Israel. We were all forgotten. But this was the analysis we stopped. And this continued surprisingly again. The mysterious church. Last time we discussed when Christ comes in the air, those who passed away, the believers who died already, who resurrect before us, before who are living, believers who live, physically live, will transform suddenly with a twinkling of an eye, like that, and will rapture to meet him in the air with the believers who already died. These two, Jew or gentle, it doesn't matter. Just do you believe Christ or not? That's what is asked. Then we will meet him in the air. Christians, all Christians will meet him in the air. He will not touch down to the ground. We'll go back to the heavens. And in the heavens, seven years will be spent. This is typical view of pre-tribulational premillennialism, or you can call it dispensational uh, premillennialism. So this is pretty, we, go, we don't go to, to tribulation, we don't get tried, we don't go to any mess, the church will rapture and will be taken up into the air with the dead Christian saints before us. Those who are believing physically will transform and they they, they will have glorified bodies and they meet Christ in the air. This is called rapture. After that, during the seven years in the heavens, we'll face Christ in the throne. And he will judge on the saved, resurrected, glorified believers. The judgment is based on your performance while you are living in this earth. And based on the strength of the material you used to build your house. The foundation is one, it is already laid down, but on that foundation, we will not have another foundation, but on it, 
you will build differently. Somebody may build using gold materials. Somebody may build using iron, bars, cement, concrete, bricks, bamboos, possible. You can have nice house with grass, possible. But this all will be tested through a fire. And guess, how, guess which one will burn into ashes and which one will stand the test of his judgment. This will continue for seven years. And based on the outcome, you'll get rewarded. So there is difference. Once you don't think that, once you got into heaven, that's done. That's all. So we're citizens of heaven. You can be a citizen with ID, thanks to his blood, but you may not have a car, for example. Car in brackets. You may be, you know, pedestrian. You just walk between that, you know, you walk on the golden city like that, barefooted. Someone may come with V8, with Ferrari. What? I saw this. I saw this. Typical example, the, the rich, the Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham, you remember him? And the rich man, there was a huge gap between them. They were communicating. Jesus gave us this parable in the book of, I think, Luke. And the final discussion concluded saying, Where, while you were on earth, he was very poor, wounded, beggar, right at your gate and door, watching your car getting out through the, you know, your dogs roaring, electrified fence. Said purple linen. It's mentioned in the Bible. Your clothes, many clothes, Marching clothes, he was watching that, being wounded. But he's very humble and worships God. He was waiting for the resurrection. Now, you never honored God. It's not bad to have those properties, those things, no problem. But you didn't honor God. So you ended up in the intermediate state called somewhere Hades or Belize or something. Hell in quotes. Lazarus, is in, he's in the bosom of Abraham. Now, when we see, when, you, when you, we compare both of you, he has got eternal life. He's a citizen of heaven and he's rewarded. You, even you are not saved. Some people, clearly scriptures mention that between believers, there is difference. Don't think that there is no difference. So it's, it's wise to think now carefully and craft and deposit your accounts in the heaven. It's good to calculate which materials do you want to use to build your house. Foundation, freely given. Building, superstructure, up to you. Then you will be tested. Fire passed, reward. Ashes, citizen. Christ is, you know, Christ is so good. He will not send you back. You can live around. You are saved. You have eternal life. So is your goal to have eternal life or rewarded eternal life? You have to choose. Those seven years, this judgment continues. This is what is happening upstairs. Down on the earth, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. And I don't want any of you to know that, to experience. You can know it, but don't experience it. No, the church should rapture before tribulation. Otherwise, you know, this rapture is a blessed hope. We, just, we mentioned this word last time. Blessed hope, yeah. Our resurrection is a blessed hope. It's not something we should fear. We should get excited, stay happy. It's a purifying hope. It's a comforting hope. It's a sure hope. Eternal hope, we have to wait eagerly, and it gives us confidence as well. We know that we'll go. Every believer has to stand on these verses. So, uh, in the morning, we use the word galagaling. Uh, Two problematic words, Gashbeta mentioned. Essay. There is no essay in English. He mentions this. In the morning, we said galagaling. 
And I say, he's saved me. But it's not that powerful like in America. Please, someone give me one word like that in English, and I use it. Think about it. Yeah, he saved us, but galagalin. Christos galagalin. What shall I use? Use it. Nine translations, you see. One word, galagaling. So we, we, we te temporarily we use he saved us or he saved me. Seven years upstairs. Starting from the first believer. Who is the first believer? The man next to the crucified Jesus. What did he tell him? Now, today, where do we meet? People are watching his body. He said he'll rise up in three days. Let's watch him. And he's upstairs with this man. And he said, I, I will prepare a place for you in my father. That place, it mentions, it's, it's called just a place. A place with God. Then in the discussion, he said, today, now, We'll have chatting. You'll see God. We'll have further discussion upstairs. From that man up to the last person who died before rapture, these are called dead believers. This will resurrect before us. But believers who were actively living, worshiping, and alive with clean lives, physically owners, will transform and will, will have glorified bodies. These two groups are Christians. They meet Jesus and this whole population, if you count it back, don't think very few people are saved. Multitudes are saved. Amen? Christ didn't come for a group of people or for your home care. He came for multitudes through centuries. And don't think only these 8 billion people now. Somebody was calculating uh, demographically. This earth has been inhibited by 116 billion people since Adam. One, one, six billion. Don't think only this eight billion living now. Everyone from Adam to the last person will face God will face Christ. But believers, they are judged by Jesus. Are you faithful to him? Do you love him? Do you worship him? Is he your dearest? He has got his own criteria. Check mark. Tick, 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 tick. Gold. Tick, 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 tick. Silver. Tick, tick, tick. All, some of the expensive jewelry, nameless. Unknown. You hear some of the names of the jewelries first time in the book of Revelation. We don't even know them. We may know diamond, you know, that stuff, gold. Others, we don't know. Jesus rewards. So let's aim for the highest reward. Amen. Aim for the best reward. Amen. There is a difference. Don't stay being a citizen only. No, that's not your goal. Yeah, you know, I can live at the corner of heaven. That's okay with me. No, 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 no. I want to get the best price. That should be your target. But believe that it's on your hands. It's up to you. You can craft your reward. But Christ rewards. Then, before... Um, in the book of Revelation, the first three chapters, you can, you, can, you can read the word church mentioned some 20 times. Church. 20 times. After chapter, after, after end of chapter 3, until the last chapter, there is no single mention of the word church. Church is gone. Ciao. Raptured. There is no church downstairs 
after rapture. Just take. Uh, you are suspicious. Let me explain this. In the first three chapters, he evaluated the seven churches around. When John received this revelation in the island of Fitmo, you can see there Fitmo, there with a row, you can see churches around. Immediately he sent letters to these churches. Christ saw the members, saw the congregation, and posted their grades. We're going to read their marks and grades. Christ evaluates. He's a serious evaluator. No cheating. You can't pretend. He's so sharp. You may think you are very rich. He may say you are very poor. You may say you are worshipping. He may say you are dead. Let's read the evaluation marks. Church number one, Samarnes. This is a church called Semirna Church. He said, um, this, this church is second best. The best is Philadelphia, as you know. This is the second best. It's good to be second. Try to be first. If you can't, try to be second. It's okay. The first is, okay, we can start with, with the church in Ephesus. This is a business city. So tempting. This is a chaotic city with a lot of transaction. So they are busy in business. So challenging to, to spare time to worship, to read his book, to think about, to contemplate about eschatology. So, comment I have, Christ said, you, you abandoned your initial love. That's difficult red mark. Watch out. Church number two. Church of Simirna. This is a church within huge Jewish community. So the Jews persecute today. But this church persisted. And Christ said, this is second best church to Philadelphia, said, you remained faithful amidst terrible persecution. So your reward, your reward is good. You are rich, he said. Okay? You, may, you might think you are poor, but in my views, you are rich. Hallelujah! This is Jesus Christ talking. This is his evaluation. Third church, Church of Pergamon. I know you live in a city where there is a lot of demonic activity. This is demonish city. Evil city. I know that. But what I hate from you, you compromise. I don't like that, he said. You compromise. You should trust me to death because I'll raise you quickly. Death is nothing for us. Hallelujah. You die, better to die with glory than lie and, you know, get badly violated by Christ. We better die. Glorifying him. Pergamon, uh uh uh, problem. You should have used that opportunity. You should have fought with demons. I will cast them out. You should have stood better than this. You compromised. Church 4, Tiatra. This is typically mentioned church in the book uh, recently published, The Mafia Church. Have you read that? The Mafias of Church. Fantastic book. Translations are available. Read the English version. Tiatron. You are mixed up with false prophets. You exercise listening to false prophecy. I didn't say anything to you. I didn't send anyone, but many came and told you that I sent them and you didn't screen them. You are enjoying false prophecy. You are entertaining false prophecy. Uh, 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 red mark. It's not me. Church of Sardis. Sardis, fifth church. This is one of the oldest churches. Christ said, you are spiritually dead. There is church ongoing. <laughs> Every congregation, congregation, you are dead. Dead church. Lord, save us. Amen. Amen. Philadelphia, 
the present church. You endured difficulties despite your weakness. So, this is what I'm going to do. You will not face tribulation. Amen? No. This is the only church mentioned will not go through tribulation. This is your reward. What I'm going to do? Because you kept your face. You trusted me. Christ said, I will save you from the coming terrible test. Your rapture. I want to be this church, amen? I will not go to terrible. I don't want to face tribulation. I don't want serious testing. It's not a joke. The test will see one by one. Last church, church of Lodikia, you are lukewarm. Not cold, not hot. Luke. And you boast as if you are very rich. Let me tell you, you are shockingly poor. You have nothing. Nude. Oh my God, his evaluation is serious. His eyes never miss. After this advice, he told them, some of them, ah, you have few good things, fix them. Stay faithful. Correct this, correct that, stop that, stop this. He closed the church file. Because after the laughter, it is rapture. After this church's verses, there is no mention of church. Because church is gone. You go to the rewarding ceremony and judgment seat of, you face the throne of Christ. Downstairs, three major things happen. Let's go quickly. Opening of seals. Blowing of trumpets and pouring of bowls of God's anger. Seal number one. Let's see the seals. We have six seals quickly. Revelation 6, 2 to 17. Seal number one. When the first seal is opened, Antichrist will show up. The terrible one. He pretends to replace Christ. Is the false Messiah. Immediately after rapture, the first to show up, Antichrist. He tantalizes Israel. You know, we can stay strong. This is political leader, you know that. Smart human politician. One of the leaders, I don't know. There are speculations I don't want to mention. Antichrist, the career of Antichrist. And this man is characterized by the following. He is the first beast. We have another beast who will stamp 666. That's another beast. That's a different animal. This one is original beast, the first beast. This is direct substitute of Satan. Satan. Direct substitute of Satan. Almost he gave him all his power and he's in charge. His other name, the false Messiah. He wants to cheat Israel, claiming that he's the so-called Messiah they are waiting for. This is the little horn mentioned in the book of Daniel 7-8. Terrible little horn. This is a man of, he's a human, by the way. Great ability, performance, leadership, influence. The first three and a half years, he will impress Israel. And Israel seems to enjoy certain degree of peace. No Palestine issue, Middle East, somewhat peaceful. Oh, this, this must be that. Christ. The Messiah. God is watching. He knows who is the Messiah. Then he suddenly will die. Suddenly. Out of nowhere. Wounded. Fatally. He will die. Killed. Then he will come back to life immediately. 
this is terrible animal. Back to life immediately. Doing that, he literally convinced everybody to worship. He rose like Christ. What do you want? He died. He rose again. What do you want? Thank God the church will not see this. Hallelujah. Some Christians, Jews or Gentiles, who were not, you know, waiting for Christ ready and who didn't resurrect, may go to tribulation. And they may get a chance to be saved again when Jesus comes for the second time. We'll see. The second coming is not the rapture. You know that. The proper second coming, we'll see that. But it's good to rapture first. The tests we'll mention later will shock you. I don't want anybody to go there. No human should face that test. You know, you are at, during tribulation, you are attacked by demons, Satan, angels, good angels, God. Everybody attacks you. Everybody. We'll come one by one to see. Satan's substitute. He authorizes the second beast to put his mark on, 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 on humans, on people around, on everybody. Unless they bear that mark, there will not be transaction. You can't survive, literally. You can't even buy a cup of coffee or water or something. You can't trade. You can't survive. So if he will not see the mark, he will kill you. They will kill you. His servants will kill you. So death is nothing at that time. At mid-tribulation, he will change his mood. He will be changed over Israel. He will betray Israel. Israel is left abandoned. That's called desolation, face of desolation or abandonment, abomination. Theologians, you know this better. And this Antichrist, in the end, his pride will culminate, claiming that he will go to the temple of God, he will put his image, and the second beast gives life to the image, so he can you know, breathe, walk, and talk. And the Antichrist claims everyone should worship me. Bible says, when this is declared, let everyone watch. This is the end of the end. Seal number one. Seal number two. Oh my gosh, we have both seals. Seal number two, this is total open war. Seal number three, opening of seal number three, marks total famine globally. Food is sold using, you know, small gauges and weights. You can't buy in quintals, it is so scarce. Seal number four, one-fourth of people of the earth will die. Number four, one-fourth. Seal number five, when it is opened, specifically who try to believe Christ will be killed, martyred. Seal number six, cosmic disasters will happen, earthquakes, sun, lots of horrors, natural disasters culminate. When this is over, trumpet number one, when trumpet number one is open, you can see uh, at the mid-tribulation, um, Satan will be cast out from heavens down. How many? Satan fell several times, you know that. Yeah? How many times? I, I, I think I counted four or five, I'm not sure. The last fall is when he's sent to the lake of fire. That's the last fall. But before that, he fell several times. The first fall, obviously, is when he's kicked out of heaven and when he came to cheat Adam and Eve, that's first fall, yeah? Second fall, when is that? When Jesus died. Really? There, I saw Satan falling. Yep, that's second fall. Third fall, this one. Trumpet, just trumpet six, Satan from heavens. He's operating in heavens, in the realms of heavens. That's where he fought with Gabriel, you remember, Michael Gabriel, the angels, when he came to visit Daniel. He's in the air, wandering, here and there. So, 
There's a third fall. Fourth fall, temporarily, you will be jailed for 1,000 years in hell. Yeah? That's fourth fall. Fifth fall, last fall, from hell, he will be transferred to lake of fire forever. Five falls of Satan. This is another topic. I don't go there. I will preach some. This is demonology. You know I love it. Trumpet two. Um, where are we? Trumpet one. One third of vegetation will wipe out. Nothing to it. Already there is famine from the seals. One third vegetation. No food. People fight over food. Even now it is dangerous. You know, death is how much cost, you know. Many people will die. Trumpet two. One third of seas will turn to blood. Who will drink that? And due to the gravity force, one third of ships sailing will, will sink. Again, no food. Again, calamity and disaster. This is total cataclysm. Trumpet three, one third of fresh water, gone. Trumpet four, one third of the sides of the moon, the sun and the stars will darken. Trumpet five, when Satan is cast down by the angel of God. By the way, I forgot. There is one verse. The book of Judah is small, you know that. It's one chapter. But important word there. Verse 11. When rapture happened, only angel Michael, archangel Michael is watching. That tells you that Satan is around. So, this Michael, Archangel Michael, there are two mentions of angels, you know, Gabriel and Michael. You go to the book of Daniel, this resisted, this, this Satan resisted for three weeks or so, Gabriel, and Michael came to help him. Again, here you read Judah 11. Archangel Michael is facing Satan, and in front of Satan's eyes, the church ascended. Explore that, Judas 11. Small, one chapter book, but important concept. So Satan is casted, trumpet six. When Satan is cast, he came with furious anger. Church is all going, people is erected, glorified, things are happening. He is so mad, I don't want to be around here. Galagaling, amen. Christ saved us, amen. Church won't see this, amen. He's so mad. I don't want to be saved through tribulation. I want to rapture or die and resurrect. Hallelujah. If you don't say, if you want to go, it's up to you. But I don't want to go. The best way is not to go. Trumpet five. Satan is around. This is that's why trumpet five is called the first woe. First woe, not wow, woe. Revelation 9, 12. Greater destructions happen. Locust-like creatures will come out of Hades. Hades. They will bite people. They don't kill. They are destined to make you suffer. They sting. So you will have the maximum excruciating pain. Everyone. I don't want to be around. I don't want to be around. The church will not be around. Locust-like creatures, demonic creatures. For five tormenting months, they will bite people. Trumpet six, second woe. River, simultaneously, there is pouring of bowls will come. But the main purpose of this trumpet, the river Ephrates will dry up. Even now started to dry. This is a serious sign. When you listen to news, listen, listen it eschatologically. Don't listen to that. Oh, Putin, uh, North Korea, nuclear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ephrates, the volume of Ephrates is drying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chips, show us chips. We'll come with 666. I had, I will come to that. So Ephrates dries up. This paves, paves a way to pass 200 million soldiers who will gather up around Israel in a place called Armageddon for the final fight. 
So this river you must cross, so it should dry up. Trumpet six will do that. Then they will come. Israel is notorious country, nation, disturbing Middle East nation. We should, even Iran now said, we should wipe out Israel from map, the map. They declared officially. So others will gather as well. They will cut 200 million soldiers. This number is written in the Bible. It's not my number. This is big army. They will cross river Ephrates. Tramphet 7, Sarduo. Tramphet 7 synchronizes with bowl 1. And uh, this time, Revelation 21, 6, loud voice was heard in the heavens and it says, it is finished. Sam John wrote this book, you know that. Sam John who said finished in the book of John 19, 30. Sam John in Revelation 29, 6, he said finished. The first finished was said when Jesus said, Jesus said finished because he finished our salvation, our way of salvation. And he finished his mission. We're saved. This one, our faith worked out and we're, the, the, our salvation happened and it's finished. So these two finished are important words. One word like this matters a lot. By the, way, the word millennium is written only once. Only once. This thousand years. Even they didn't use millennium actually. Armageddon, only once. Some of the verses are very crucial. So, um, I will mention that on my way. See, um, bowl number one, terrible sore on all followers of Antichrist. Bowl two, animals will die. See animals. Bowl three, fresh waters, remaining fresh waters will dry up. Bowl four, sun will be very hot and the heat will roast many people. I don't want to be there. Bowl five, supernatural darkness. Bowl six, Pouring of Borsic, river Ephrates will dry up, Armageddon soldiers will cross it and surround Israel. Bowl seven, greatest massive, again, natural disasters, earthquake, plus snow, snowstorm. The weight of single snow piece, 45 kg. Can you beat it on people? Boom, boom, boom. This is a bomb. I don't want to be there. Christ saved us from many things. I mean, this is snow. Can you imagine? Half, half quintal. Rain of snow. Oh, my Lord. Finally, Christ will come. We say Armageddon fights and conquers the gathered army once and for all. Then Israel will be saved. The millennium will, the millennium will start from here on. Coming to the, the conclusions... Let's go once to Antichrist. Uh, the chips of Antichrist. Yeah, it's killed. He rose again. Finally, he's defeated by Christ. And guess what? The first one to join Lake of Fires is not Satan. It's Antichrist. Satan will follow him soon. Because Satan should stay 1,000 years in jail. This one, before the millennium, Christ will send him to lake of fire. What shall I say? He declared, he declared, I'm a Messiah. This is so offensive. God will not tolerate this on his son. Amen. You are the Messiah. The first to join lake of fire. Ciao. You perform drama in front of Israel. You can't dramatize me. I know you. I know who you are. Ciao. Satan will join him after a thousand years. Read this in the Bible. Go back to the chips. Some news, seminars, conferences, technologies, you hear, you should be cautious. And you should smell that rapture is around. Uh, uh, uh. I, I attended this seminar in Vegas. Las Vegas, orthopedic conference. Our colleagues were busy implanting memory chips in the first web, web space. 
And the conference was, should we put it here or here or put it somewhere here? This is the discussion. And uh, actually, I spoke with a surgeon who, did, who, who does such surgeries. And it's used. What do you do? I say, oh, this microchips, I put it between first space like that. You could, tiny piece you see in the first wave space. That's everything. Everything. Your account, your bank details, your relatives, everything. And you go to Walmart and you scan it, you pay. This is fantastic setup for Antichrist. And you can see his marks are put in the right hand. You can read that in the Bible. Or on your face. You can choose. On technology, already we did it. He will come and use it. Every technologic innovation you see now facilitates his coming. After that, so we have seen um, Armageddon. Next slide. Yep. This is the land, millennial land. Christ will come and conquer has promised on a covenant he made to Abraham, we discussed last time. Um, I want to summarize by saying the following. The way we are saved is a serious matter. Christ saved us from a lot. And he's expectant to reward us. We don't want just to be citizens of heavens. We want to be rewarded soldiers who will rule with him. Amen? It's after the millennium, after the millennium, that the new earth, new heavens will come. And we'll go to eternal state. So knowingly or unknowingly, mysteriously, church has got such a privilege. Glory to his name. Amen. You have to handle it carefully. I want you to be rewarded citizens of heaven. Not ordinary dwellers. Hallelujah. We'll rapture. Amen. All will resurrect. Amen. What about David? The old saints and uh, OT saints, Old Testament saints. During his second coming... All Old Testament saints will resurrect. Amen? They will have glorified bodies. Amen? And who died, martyred during tribulation will also resurrect. Amen? Those guys who believed, who have been through Armageddon on Christ's side will naturally enter into the millennium. They didn't die to resurrect. Okay? And they believe in Christ, so he will not kill them. They escaped the killings of the Antichrist, but they are believers. So they get physically into the millennium. This will keep on populating as humans. The others will not reproduce, you know that. They ask this question, Christ. Um, she got seven husbands. Which one will be in the heaven, you know, the proper husband? They say, oh, guys, you will behave like angels in the heavens. Don't think of reproduction. You men, you always think of reproduction. No reproduction there. But these ones are natural human beings. This is a thousand years, you know. They will overpopulate the earth. Some of them, in fact, will rebel against God, against Christ. Humans, terrible always. So there is another small war, other than Armageddon. You know? Okay? We read this on the book of Revelation. After that, Jesus will conquer forever. He will summarize this war with victory as well. Then this time he will unchain Christ, um, Satan, and put him in the lake of fire with his predecessor, Antichrist. He will jail them together. Photocopy plus, both of them will be jailed. This is the end. Unbelievers... They all will resurrect. And this time, they will be judged by the white throne of God, not Christ. And God judges them saying, you didn't accept my son. You didn't receive 
the, redeem, the, the redeemer I sent you. I sent you my only son. He died for you and you rejected him. I gave you several chances. I told you, you didn't meet him. You cautiously, intentionally avoided him. Now I will judge you. Go to the lake of fire. Multitudes of unsaved, Old Testament plus New Testament, everybody unsaved. Ciao. God help our relatives who are not saved. Amen. We don't want to go anybody we love there. Amen. Are you serious on this? Amen. Will you go back and tell your families that this is not joke? This is not pictorial drama I'm making here. This is a serious matter. It is eternal life versus eternal fire. Go back home, talk to your family members who are not saved. Go back home, repent, like he commented on the churches. If you now sitting, Holy Spirit touched you, and there are fine-tuning measures you have to take in your lives, go and tune. Don't miss rapture. Amen? Stand up, raise your hand. Right hand up. Please stand up. Gashbeta will come. And tell God, let's close your eyes. All of us, let's close our eyes. Let's say this together. Dear God, my dear Father, thank you for sending Jesus. I understand from what he saved me. This is complicated matter. Shocking matter. Terrifying matter. Testing matter. It is the serious tribulation. But you saved me. I don't go through it. I will stay faithful to you. I love Jesus. I appreciate him. I thank him. I glorify him. Oh God, thank you. You saved me mysteriously. Even we saw Christ before many saints, before many Old Testament good people, kings, prophets. Churches given an important position, amen. Unexpected position, amen. Christ will reward us, amen. Let us build our houses using strong materials. Let's construct our houses using unburning jewelry. Let's do it carefully. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you.